0: You are Locked On Sooners, your daily podcast on the Oklahoma Sooners, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hey there, Sooners Nation, and welcome to the Monday edition of the Locked On Sooners Podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Thank you for joining me. My name is John Williams. You can follow me on Twitter at John9Williams, and you can read my work covering the Oklahoma Sooners over at soonerswire.com And are you getting ready for fantasy football season? Do you have fantasy football questions? You need answers before your draft? Well, don't miss Locked On Fantasy Live on Wednesday, August 18th at 9 p.m. Eastern, streaming on the Locked On NFL YouTube page. Subscribe now so you don't miss it. Our stable of fantasy experts will answer your questions live or submit them ahead of time to at LockedOnNetwork on Twitter. And coming up on today's show, we got to talk about a new recruit that the Oklahoma Center just landed on Friday. We've got a list of quotes and comments by Big 12 coaches made anonymously to Athlon Sports that we got to talk about. And where does Adrian Peterson rank on the athletics top top 100 NFL players of all time? Again, thank you for joining me. My name is John Williams. You can follow me on Twitter at John9Williams and follow the show on Twitter at But Let's get into this on Friday. The Oklahoma Sooners got another commitment to the 2023 recruiting cycle in center Joshua Bates. Joshua Bates out of Durango, Colorado, is a three-star athlete, according to 247 Sports and ESPN, currently listed at 6'3", 280. This is one of those things that happened pretty quickly Really under the radar commitment, and he is one of those players that you're excited to get on board. You look at his film from his highlights, um, we've got him on our, our page over there at Sooners Wire. Uh, in his recruiting profile, he is a physical player, loves to get nasty, loves to finish blocks. He doesn't just block guys, he wants to get them to the ground, and he is a bully player. Like, he does not settle on just Getting a guy to the ground, he'll get a guy to the ground, then lay on top of the guy. So he can't get back up or he'll continue to block him. So he can't get back up on most every block on, on his little highlight reel. He was basically throwing guys to the ground. And so a really underrated, but a really exciting uh, commitment for coach Bill Biedenbow, who continues to just land high quality offensive line players year in and year out. We already know what the 2022 class is looking like. Uh, with Demetrius Hunter and Jacob Sexton and Jake Taylor. This is an offensive line that just continues to build excellent depth every single season. And that depth is a fantastic thing to have because you need, you know, players that are going to sharpen each other in that competition, in that battle. Getting a guy that can play interior offensive line is going to be helpful. A guy that's got a lot of experience snapping the ball at center. You look at his, again, you look at his highlight reel and, this guy, Joshua Bates, he is a really solid snapper. He gets the ball back there to the quarterback quick and he's able to engage in his blocks. If there's one thing you kind of noticed is that um, if teams are running stunts or twists against him, he may not disengage from his pre-snap read and pass that guy off to the guard next to him and pick up the twist. And so that's something that he'll have to work on as he gets into you know the next level at college football, but it's it's something that can improve with increased awareness and maturity and just improved experience at at the college level or at offensive line because uh, we know that Alex Grinch loves to run twists and stunts and so that'll be something that once he gets on campus in 2023 that he's going to he'll pick up on because you know experience breeds or repetition breeds experience and experience breeds knowledge and that knowledge will translate to the field once he gets an opportunity. To play for the Oklahoma Seniors. But Joshua Bates, just another and a long line of fantastic recruits. That's the fifth recruit now committed to the Oklahoma Seniors in the 2023 recruiting class, highlighted by Malachi Nelson, Makai Lemon, Treyon Webb, and Luke Haas as well. So already the Oklahoma Seniors have the number one class in the 2023 recruiting cycle, and it's only expected to get bigger. We've got Brandon Ennis coming up, uh five star wide receiver out of Florida that. Is likely to commit to the Oklahoma Sooners. Still, is the crystal ball projection right now is has him headed to Norman. Things can change. He's set to make his announcement on the twenty second coming up this Saturday. So a lot of big time or Sunday, twenty second is Sunday. Um, so big times coming for the Oklahoma Sooners. It's really fascinating to me, you know, that they're as good as they are, and they have these fantastic recruiting classes coming in behind them that could potentially make them even better down the road, which is, which is kind of shocking to say, you know, this is a really good team right now, but if all these guys live up to their four or five star billing, their pre-college projections, then the Oklahoma Sooners are going to be in even better shape to compete for national titles in 23, 24, 25, 26 I mean, this next decade for Oklahoma Sooners football has a chance to be one of the best if they're able to live up to the five, four or five-star hype that they're getting from these you know, recruiting sites. And, and we've seen it in the past, right? You know, Four or five stars not really pan out. But we know that Oklahoma is a really good program at developing players. And so if these guys come in, put in the work in the offseason, put in the work in the weight room, put in the work to develop their skills and their talents. There's no reason why they can't be significant contributors, you know, by 2025 or so, if we're looking at the 2022, 2023 classes. And so uh, coming up next, let's look at what several big 12 coaches had to say anonymously to Athlon sports about the Oklahoma seniors. We'll dig into that. And then in the third segment, we'll talk about uh, Adrian Peterson and where he ranked on the athletics top 100 NFL players of all time. First, let me talk to you about Sweat Block. Sweat Block is the doctor created, doctor recommended wipe used to help with excessive sweating. They've got the dry shirt guarantee. If Sweat Block doesn't keep you dry, you get your money back. It's been featured and tested on the Rachel Ray Show and by Firefighters. It's a bestseller on Amazon for the past 10 years with over 13,000 reviews and manufactured right here in the USA. You get to wear what you want to wear. You don't have to worry about wearing dark colored shirts or wearing extra undershirts and just so that you can. SweatBlock can help you take care of that, increase your confidence, so that you can go out and just live your life and not have to worry about keeping yourself dry. This is a must-have for everyone's toiletry bag, whether it's a big presentation or a hot date, everyone can benefit. SweatBlock is stronger and more effective than most clinical antiperspirants. You simply apply it the night before, go to bed, the next morning, you wake up, wash, and go about your day without worrying about sweat, guaranteed. If you or someone you love is dealing with this, you have to check out Sweatblock. Get it today for 20% off at sweatblock.com with our promo code locked on or at Amazon or CVS. And now we got to go through what Athlon Sports got from Big 12 coaches uh, on the anonymous, on the down low, when they uh, were asked about Big 12. It's a really great series going on right now. Um, where they're going through each of the, the major conferences and, and some of the major independents and asking anonymous coaches what they think about those teams. Did a whole piece on the Big 12 over at Athlon Sports. And it's a great read if you really want to like a little primer on um, the Big 12 season that's coming up. I mean, football is less than a month away. We got like three weeks. And I mean, it's like 19 days, actually. I think I counted it out. So not even three weeks. It's like two weeks and five days. So exciting. I know, doing a lot of math, doing a lot of counting. This is not number blocks. Shout out to all the parents out there that watch number blocks with the kids. Uh, All right. Anyway, so let's just talk about it. Uh, One coach said they're the most talented team in the league by far. And this bears out, right? They've won six straight Big 12 titles. They're the favorite to win the seventh straight. They lost really significant players from their 2020 class or 2020 team, but they look to be even better in 2021. If that's I don't know how that's possible, but that's the way it looks. Right. Uh, you know, Woody Washington and DJ Graham taking over at cornerback. They got Billy Moman It's going to feature in the slot. They're really experienced at linebacker and at safety. And then that defensive line with Nick Bonito, Isaiah Thomas, Perry Ann Winfrey and Jalen Redmond looks like it has a chance to be one of the best in the country. And then you look over at the offensive line and yes, they lost Creed Humphrey. Yes. They lost Adrian Ely to the draft. Or Ely was an undrafted free agent, but he they, he went to the NFL. These two guys went to the NFL, but they're replacing him with Wanya e. Morris, who's going to take over at left tackle. And Andrew Rame, who coach Bill Biedenboe said is elite in every aspect. And you're like, OK, so Creed Humphrey was great. He was a second round pick by the Kansas City Chiefs. And then you got Bill Biedenboe coming in and talking about Andrew Rame, saying like, oh, he's elite. I'm like, that's high praise. He even said it's like I I probably shouldn't say this, but the guy's elite. And you know when a coach says i probably shouldn't say this it means that he's he's not really wanting to put too much out there about a guy or um you're not wanting to create too many high expectations or give the guy a big head or anything like that but that's just how much confidence he has in the player and so there's a there's a chance that you know this offensive line can be even better than it was last year you, know, you got a guy as athletic and talented as Juanier morris Coming in under Bill Beatonbow's tutelage. You got Eric Swenson flipping over the right tackle, that'll be a better fit for him. Uh, and then you got your guards, Tyrese Robinson and Marquise Hayes. And you've got a really experienced offensive line. And the guys that are coming in and replacing your two starters off of last year's offensive line, I mean, Wanya Morris is going to be has a chance to be much better than Adrian Ealy. And then Andrew Rame, if he is as good as Creed Humphrey that's huge. If he's better, that's, that's gravy. That's like, that's the icing on the cake. And then, you know, your wide receiver depth is even better than it was last year. It's, it's a group that is returning a lot of the same players in Marvin Mims, the always Jaden Hazelwood, but those guys have a, a, a one more year of experience. Jaden Hazelwood is coming back healthier. And then you add in a guy like Mario Williams and Mike Woods, and maybe to a lesser extent, Jaleel Farouk and you have a really, really good group of wide receivers. You had Drake Stoops in there, and you have seven guys that could contribute at wide receivers. So, yeah, they're the most talented team in the league by far. Uh, and then one coach said the quarterback made his mistakes early on. You could rattle him early on the, in the season, and he wasn't completely comfortable in that system. He got better down the stretch with his decision-making and, uh, and looked a lot calmer. The thing is their offensive skill is at such a level where they can bail him out. They have legit scoring threats all across the field on every play. Uh, Yeah, I mean, I think some of the reason that he didn't look comfortable early on is because of the abbreviated offseason that they had. I mean, COVID-19 kind of messed up the spring, messed up the summer workouts. A lot of things had to be done virtually. And so it's not necessarily a surprise that it took a few games for Spencer Rattler to feel entirely comfortable and to kind of get his mind right with his decision making a little bit. You know, we we all saw after the Texas game that his decision making got much better and his processing even got better. I felt like he was getting the ball out faster. He wasn't looking to make the big play on every throw. You know, he was he was taking what the defense gave him at times, and and so yeah, I, I think also getting Ramondre Stevenson back and getting a running game that was more consistent really helped a lot. I don't think we're going to see early season Spencer Rattler again. I think he's got a full offseason. He was able to go back and watch the tape from 2020, see what he did wrong, see what he needed to improve on. And I think we're going to get a better Spencer Rattler this year than we got last year. And Spencer Rattler last year was really good. I know at times I've kind of underrated him a little bit, and I've maybe talked about him like he wasn't good, but he was really good. It's just I think the level of expectation rose for him because of all the hype that came in and because of all the success that quarterbacks have had under Lincoln Riley at OU. Uh, I think probably what needs to happen is we need to reset our expectations for quarterbacks as they come in and just make sure we're not putting Baker Mayfield and Kyler Murray style expectations on these quarterbacks as they come in to lead the Oklahoma Senators offense. Uh, And then one coach talked about the offensive line says the line is really well coached. Everything that offense does is built on the counter tray. That's the guard tackle counter, uh, whatever you want to call it. And yeah, I mean, so much of what Lincoln Riley wants to do is built on the running game. He wants to set the running game up so that he can use play action to get downfield. And the more effective your offensive line is in the run game, the more effective you'll be in in play action, the more effective you are at pass blocking, the more effective you can be in every essence of your game. And uh, then one coach said, it's a system where everyone is in sync and they've got lethal dudes who can make plays and that's what we just talked about right this this group has six or seven wider receivers that can make plays for them. they got four running backs that could literally start for them and carry the load in kennedy brooks uh, eric gray trey bradford and marcus major each of those guys is a really really talented running back who could start for a lot of college football teams in the country but they're like, you know, Marcus Major, I mean, how many teams could he start for? Yeah, he's like the third or fourth running back on this team. Or Trey Bradford. You know, Kennedy Brooks said for Trey Bradford, you know, the sky's the limit. The dude has got elite talent. Um, and then one coach said, one of the biggest changes in this league has been the evolution of their defense under um, Lincoln Riley. Alex Grinch does a lot of stuff up front. Stunts, twists, and movement that cause you issues. that give you a lot of looks. And that is absolutely right. I mean, this team was really, really good and the best team in the Big 12, obviously, and before Alex Grinch came, but Alex Grinch coming in, helping the defense evolve, helping the defense get better talent, helping the defense improve has just widened that gap between Oklahoma and everybody else. Now, obviously, Iowa State, K-State beat them last year, but I don't think we're going to see the same performance from the defense against those two teams that we saw last year. I think this is going to be a defense that's ready and hungry to live up to the expectations. And a lot of it stems from the defensive line and how great those guys are up front. And one coach said, uh, the Perry on Winfrey kid, the inside defensive lineman, he was an absolute monster to handle. Their ends are great. When Ronnie Perkins came back, it really brought them up to another level. And that's absolutely true. I mean, the defense was good before Ronnie Perkins got back. But they went to like great, they went Super Saiyan when uh, Ronnie Perkins got back. That's a little Dragon Ball Z reference for you. When uh, Ronnie Perkins came in, I mean, it just elevated everything because then you could bump Isaiah Thomas inside. You had Nick Bonito and Ronnie Perkins rushing off the edge. You had four legit pass rushers. Now coming into 2021, you get Jalen Redman back from a COVID opt-out. So now you still have four legit pass rushers and you're keeping Isaiah Thomas on the edge with Jalen Redmond Perry on one for on the inside and Nick Bonito off the other edge. Dude, that's going to be dynamic and it's going to be fantastic. This is going to be a really, really fun front four to watch. In 2021, And there's a good chance that you could have multiple players with double digit sacks and Nick Bonito and Isaiah Thomas. And then you could see Perry Ann Winfrey and Jalen Redmond, each with five plus sacks each, which would be a great season for an interior defensive lineman. They're going to be really splashy up front, meaning they're going to get create a lot of havoc in the backfield, bringing down ball carriers for tackles for loss and getting a lot of sacks. And that's the unit, honestly, that I think I'm most excited to watch in 2021 because of how dynamic they are up front um, it's going to be a lot of fun and then uh one coach talked about you know maybe a potential weakness for Oklahoma he says they were okay at safety and corner if there's an area to exploit it was probably there but on the whole this defense has really improved while keeping everything rolling on offense and yeah i mean you look at this defense and you know you have a fantastic front four which we just talked about and you can include LaRon Stokes in that group and then you've got a very experienced linebacker core with Brian Asamoah, Deshawn White, Caleb Kelly and David Agwebu, and then you got guys like Shane Witter, Danny Stutzman coming up behind them. That's a really deep linebacker core. And so, you know, yes, you have quite a bit of experience with Deller and Turner, Yale, and Pat Fields at safety. You've got, to me, I think you've got really fantastic corners in Woody Washington and DJ Graham. Now, some of it's going to be, what can they get out of the slot corner? But talking about the Oklahoma defensive backfield as a weakness, it's like, it's, the weak link in a really strong chain, if that makes sense. Like I think the best thing I can equate it to honestly is uh, the Dallas Cowboys offensive line. So like back in 2016, the Dallas Cowboys offensive line was incredible. Um, They had, you know, Tyron Smith at left tackle. They had Travis Frederick at center, Zach Martin at right guard. And then you had guys like Doug free at right tackle and Ronald Leary at left guard. And, you know, Ronald Leary was really, really good that year. And then you have a guy like, you know, Doug free, who was pretty good as a right tackle. He was a pretty good right tackle, but kind of got crapped on a little bit because he wasn't an all pro like Tyron Smith or Zach Martin. And so he, I mean, he'd get beat sometimes, but he was a really good NFL right tackle. I think that's the same thing for the secondary is like, you know, they they may not be as good, or at least haven't shown to be as good as, you know, the front four or as experienced as the linebacker group. But they're a really good unit. Like they're pretty good in the secondary, and so they're they're like, you know, if if anything, they're just kind of right. They're a notch below the linebacker group, but they're still really good. So at least I think they're going to be really good this year. And so I think it's like one of those, yeah, maybe if you have to point, if you have to find a weakness, maybe it's the secondary, because I, I have a hard time really pointing out a specific weakness. That's like a legit area of concern. If that makes sense to me on the defense, there's no like areas of concern, except maybe who might play slot corner. And that could be great with Billy Bowman or Jeremiah Credell. You have really good options there. So, and then one coach says, I think you pencil them in as a national contender, if they can bring along the quarterback and that, I mean, I think the first half of that is right. I think you do pencil them in as a national contender, but I don't think you have to worry about the quarterback. I don't think that's the issue. I think they're definitely one of the favorites to win the national championship. And if they don't, I don't think it's going to be because Spencer Rattler, I think it's just going to be because they run into a really good Clemson team or a really good Alabama team. I don't see any reason why they won't win the big 12. I don't see any reason why they won't be in the college football playoff. But then again, it's, you know, like I've said on this show before, you get in the playoff and anything can happen. I mean, sometimes it's, it's matchup dependent styles, make fights and, if you run into a team, that's just a bad matchup. There's just a bad matchup. And, uh, so yeah, it's a, I think they're a team that's going to be really, really good this year. I don't worry about the quarterback position. And then one coach finally says, this is the most complete program in the big 12. And that's true from top to bottom from Joe Castiglione through the athletic department, the media department down to the training staff, to the coaching staff, to the recruiters. This is just one of the best college football programs in the country. Just all throughout it, and you see it on social media, you see it in their recruiting efforts, not just with their video packages, their highlights, but what they're able to accomplish on the recruiting trail. This is a great college football program. And so coming up next, we're gonna talk about what where Adrian Peterson ranked on the athletics top 100 players of all time in the NFL. But first let me talk to you about Built Bar. Built Bar is the best tasting protein bar ever. It's easy to eat and it's 100% covered in chocolate. It is fantastic. And it is fantastic for you. 17 grams of protein or 18 grams of protein in some bars, only 130 to 180 calories, just four or five grams of sugar and four or five grams of net carbs. My current favorite is that peanut butter brownie. I love that thing every time, but I've also got the uh, double chocolate that just hits hard every single time. It is so good. It's a great breakfast. It's a great meal replacement and a perfect thing for energy for your workout as well and you can go to builtbar.com and use promo code locked 15 to get 15 percent off your first order or your next order at builtbar.com that's 15 percent off using our promo code locked 15 at builtbar.com and bet online is the fastest and easiest way to bet on all your sports action baseball season is in full swing and you can track all the action at bet online the nfl and the ncaa football season are right around the corner get all the latest news odds and info for all your sporting needs before the next pitch, head over to BetOnline on your laptop or mobile device and check out all the great sporting news, sign-up bonuses, and contest information. Don't sit on the sidelines as it anymore as this is your chance to get into the game as teams prep for their runs to the playoffs. Head to the website or use your mobile device to sign up today and receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit using our promo code locked on. That's BetOnline.ag, your online sportsbook experts. And now here on Locked On Sooners, we got to talk about where Adrian Peterson ranked on the athletics top 100 NFL players of all time. So Adrian Peterson is fifth all time in NFL rushing yards. He is in his 15th season in the NFL. He's played 14, currently a free agent. And it wouldn't surprise me to see him land on the team after training camp and teams are looking for some running back depth. And this is a guy that averaged. 848 rushing yards and six touchdowns a season over the last three years playing for Washington and Detroit. Most recently, he was 35 years old playing for Detroit, rushed for 604 yards and seven touchdowns, averaged 3.9 yards per carry. And that was on a bad Detroit team. So Adrian Peterson comes in at number 72 on the list of the NFL's top 100 players of all time. And it's, I won't say I'm surprised because he's great. Like he was a great NFL player, or he's been a great NFL player. I guess, I think the thing that kind of surprised me about it is, you know, his, his career over the last several years has just been kind of, it's been good. It's just not been like the Adrian Peterson of old, if that makes sense. And so it's good that like people aren't kind of knocking his recent production, which has been good. I mean, if you average 848 rushing yards and six touchdowns a season, you're doing pretty well as a running back. It may not be thousand yard seasons, but They're pretty good seasons, but he's again, he's not the elite runner that he was for the Vikings, Um, but still fantastic. I mean, he's he's a guy that could still climb the NFL's all time leading rushing list. You know, he's only like 500 yards behind Barry Sanders for fourth if if he's able to play another season, which I think he could play this year as teams have injuries and they're looking for more running back depth. I, I think he'd be a really solid pickup for a team. But yeah, I mean Adrian Peterson, he might be arguably one of the greatest Sooners of all time, and he's definitely one of the greatest running backs of all time. So it's really cool to see him number seventy-two on this list in the top one hundred, and they've they've listed him through twenty-five. And at the moment, as far as I've seen, he's the only Oklahoma Sooner on the list. So. Make sure you go check that out over, the, over at The Athletic. If you like history like I do, it's just a fun read. It's really cool to just kind of go down memory lane and, and see them talk about all the great uh, rushers that have been over there, or sorry, all the great players that have been over there in, in the history of the NFL. I mean, the NFL has been around for 100 years, and considering all the players that have come through the league and all the great players that have played in its history, it's really fun to see Adrian Peterson's name on that top 100 at number 72. And that's going to do it for today's episode of the Locked On Sooners podcast. Make sure you are subscribed wherever you get your podcasts. We're available on the Odyssey app, Apple, Google, and Spotify. Make sure to follow me on Twitter at John9Williams. You can follow the show on Twitter at Locked On Sooners and on Facebook, Locked On Sooners podcast. And until tomorrow, have a great day. Boomer Sooner.